Hi guys, welcome back to Booktastic. Today I have a very special friend reading, The Crafter's Touch. Hi guys, um, so let's start reading. Have a nice day at school, Riley, my mom said as she kissed my head. It was the first day of kindergarten. I was thrilled. I added the finishing touches to the cards for the teachers and the principals. Come on, guys, we don't want to get stuck in traffic, my dad said as he opened the door. My older sister, her name is Kylie, she's in fourth grade. My mom, she's the second grade teacher at our school. My dad, he's a doctor, and I filed out of the door. We all got into the car and drove to school. Here's your classroom, Riley, my mom said while giving me a big squeeze. Bye, Mommy, I yelled. I recognized some people that I had gone to preschool with. Hi, you must be Riley. I'm Miss Annan. I'll be your teacher this year. How about you sit here with Lena? She just moved here from Kansas, my teacher said joyfully as she pointed out a table. Okay. Oh, and I made this card for you, I responded. I love it, she said with a smile. I plopped down in a chair. Hi, you must be Lena. My name is Riley. Want to be friends, I asked the girl sitting next to me. Sure, she replied. Lena and me played together for the rest of the school day. I introduced her to my friends. At last recess, I went to pick up some sticks for the fairy house Lena and I were building. But then, out of nowhere, a colorful fairy popped up. Who are you, I asked, startled by the tiny fairy. I'm the wish fairy. I grant wishes for people who did something nice, the tiny-winged girl said. Whoa. Have you ever granted a wish for anyone I know before, I asked curiously. Why do you think your sister got that snow cone machine, she asked with a grin. You get to make any wish because you were so nice to that girl. No asking for more wishes, though, she explained. Hmm, I'm low on googly eyes, I muttered. Oh, I know it, I said excitedly. Anything, the fairy giggled. I want everything I touch to turn into googly eyes, I yelled. You sure? The fairy asked with a concerned look on her face. Yes, I replied confidently. Okay, the fairy said. Boom, your wish is granted, the fairy said nervously. Poof, the fairy disappeared. I couldn't wait to try it out. First, I touched a leaf, and sure enough, it turned into three small googly eyes. Next, I touched a flower. It also turned into googly eyes. Riley, are you coming? Lena called out. I'll be right there, I yelled back. I quickly picked up the sticks, but then they turned into googly eyes. I picked a new one up, but it also turned into googly eyes. I tried again and again and again, but every time they turned into more and more and more googly eyes. I was now sitting by a googly-eyed mountain. No, I yelled. Lena ran over to me. What's wrong, she asked. A fairy told me that since I was nice, um, I could make a wish, so I wished that everything I touched would turn into googly eyes. Without it turning, but now I can't pick up anything without it turning into googly eyes, I cried. Well, then just tell the fairy you want to change your wish, Lena, responded. How will I get her attention, I wondered out loud. Just yell her name, Lena giggled. Okay, wish fairy, wish fairy, wish fairy, I screamed at the top of my lungs. Yes, the fairy replied. I want to change my wish, I said, trying not to touch anything. But then you won't get to make a new wish. Are you okay with that, she questioned. Um, yes, I said, still trying not to touch anything. Okay, the fairy replied. Your wish is ungranted she said with a smile then boom she was gone 
After school that day, my mom was driving my sister and I home. I noticed that you're out of googly eyes, Riley. I was thinking that we could buy some more today, my mom said with a smile. No thanks, Mommy. I'm good. The end. Thank you for your story. So I have a couple questions about your story, The Crafter's Touch. Of um, course. So my first question is, um, how did you come up with the storyline for The Crafter's Touch? Okay, so I love Greek mythology. Um, I don't care what it is. I love it all. And there is a story um, you guys might have heard it before. Uh, I'm just going to tell it anyway. I forgot what it's called, but it's about this guy who gets, um, who gets a wish for doing a good deed from a great god, and he wishes that everything he touches turns into gold. Now, that might seem cool, but then think about it. Let's say you petted your dog. Gold! You pet your cat. Gold. You touch your bed. Gold. So, he realized the same problem. He was like, hmm, I can't eat because all the food that touches my mouth turns into gold. And then his daughter um, tried to comfort him, but then she touched him. And I think you know what I mean. Gold. So I figured, hmm, well, I can take a spin off that. Mm -hmm. That's a really great answer. And then also I have another question. Um, so how did you come up with the character Riley? Well, I want to say she was based off of me when I was that age. But I can't say that because I was a really shy little kid. And if I walked into the kindergarten classroom, I couldn't have been like, I couldn't have been like, hey, let's be friends. Yay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was so nervous. I didn't want to leave my mom's side when I went to kindergarten for the first time. Yeah, that's a really great answer. So, yeah. Guys, do you like this podcast? I have another podcast I think you'd like. You should definitely listen to the Sugar and Spice podcast. It's got Amelia, my first episode. It's now time for our second story, Camilla's Dream. I created this story. Here we go. Laura, Mimi called out. My name wasn't Laura. It was my grandma's name, but my Mimi thought it was mine. I sighed. Yes, Mimi, I asked. Can I hold Charles, she asked. Charles was my Mimi's baby doll that she thought was a real baby. I handed her Charles. As I handed her Charles, she smiled and asked me a question. Where is Paul? Mimi asked. The question she asked brought tears to my eyes. Paul was my great-grandpa, but he passed away several years ago. He's not here, Mimi, I replied. Then where is he? Mimi asked, looking confused. I didn't know what to say. I just stood there, tears running down my cheeks. What's wrong, Mia Moore? Mimi asked. Nothing, Mimi, I replied. I walked towards her bookshelf and picked up a photo in a photo frame. I handed it to Mimi, and she looked at it. She looked at me and then said, Where is Elena? I shook my head and then replied, She's not here. Elena was my Mimi's best friend. 
I picked up the home phone sitting on Mimi's desk and dialed on my mom's number. The phone rang three times and then was answered by my mom. Camilla? My mother asked. Yes, Ma, I replied. Is Mimi all right? She asked, sounding worried, hoping this wasn't a call to tell her I needed her to help with Mimi. She's fine. I just might need a nurse to come down to check on her, I said. Isabella's still working. Maybe she could come check on Mimi, my mother suggested. Yes, that will do, I replied. Okay, is that all you need me, Mimi, more? My mother asked. Yes, Ma, I answered. Remember to ask Isabella for help if you need it, my ma reminded me. Yes, ma, I will, I replied. Adios, my mother called. Adios, I grumbled. I walked over and held down on the buzzer that called Isabella in. Isabella dashed in about a minute later and asked me what was wrong. Mimi's asking a lot of questions, and my ma told me to buzz you in to check on Mimi. I finished. Isabella cocked her head as if she heard half of what I was saying and nodded. So, what are you going to do? I asked a little worried. Isabella looked deep in thought and then said a couple of minutes later, I will have to buzz in Gabriella, Abby, Maya, and Maria, she replied. But before I do that, I have to ask your Mimi a couple of questions, she said. I nodded my head and looked at Mimi, who was curiously staring up at the ceiling and smiling. I will call your mother and we will see what is best for your Mimi, Isabella said and bit her lip. Isabella looked at Mimi and picked up a photograph of Camilla and her mother. Mimi, can you tell me who these people are? Isabella asked. Mimi looked and looked and then came up with an answer. The small girl is Laura and the woman is... is... I don't know, Mimi answered. I winced when Mimi said I was my grandmother and didn't even remember her own grandchild's name. Isabella looked down at the ground and walked over to the wall and hit the buzzer that called the nurses in. Gabriella, Abby... Maya and Maria appeared seconds later. Isabella called my mom and convinced her to come to see her grandmother. When my mother walked in, she clasped her hands over her mouth and ran over to my Mimi, eyes watering, and hugged her. My Mimi pushed away the hug and yelled, Who are you? Why are you hugging me? My mother looked at her and then said, It's me, Grandma. It's me, Lucy. My Mimi looked confused and said, I have never met you in my life, so why are you hugging me? The idea of my Mimi not remembering her granddaughter at all was frightening. Isabella saw how scared I looked and led me out of the room. Isabella led me to the living room and turned on a Disney movie. She then walked out of the living room and into Mimi's room. I heard Mimi shouting and my mother sobbing. It was too loud, so I turned up the TV. Isabella walked out of Mimi's room and turned to me. Your mother and I have talked and decided that you should sleep with me for the night so your mother can sleep with your Mimi, she said. Okay, I replied. Isabella drove me to my house to pack my bag. When I was done, I went back to say goodbye to Mimi and Ma. I hugged Mimi, and she said, Laura, I love you. I smiled and said, I love you too, Mimi. I kissed her on the cheek and was led out by Isabella. Later that night, I watched a movie and ate popcorn with Isabella. Isabella made a pallet on the floor that was so comfy. She kissed me goodnight and tucked me into the pallet. Then I fell asleep and had a strange dream. In my dream, I saw Mimi walking into, in golden robes. She turned to me and said, Camilla, do not be afraid. I love you dearly and will miss you so. And as, so I, as I head to see the angels, I looked at her and said, Mimi, I love you too and don't want us to part. She smiled and before I knew it, Mimi was given wings, a halo, and flew into the clouds. 
In the morning, I woke up and I told Isabella. She smiled and said, Camilla, your Mimi loved you so much. I'm so glad you had 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 one last dream about her. I looked at her then said, What do you mean, one last dream? I asked, looking worried. Isabella's smile faded and she told me my ma called and said Mimi passed overnight. Isabella hugged me close and stroked my hair. Then I had an idea. What if my dream was like a goodbye from Mimi? Isabel said it was possible. With an idea like that, no one could take away my Mimi, not even heaven. Wow, Amelia, what a story. That was amazing. It really pulled my heartstrings, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. um, I just have a couple questions about it that I wanted to ask you. Mm -hmm. Okay. So first, I wanted to know... Um, where did you get the idea from this for this story? Um, I got the idea because um, I have known a couple people that have forgot things. And um, actually, my great-grandmother, like Mimi in this story, um, called me my uh, grandmother's name or my mother's name. And I knew also another person who um, thought a baby doll was a um, real baby, and I got the idea because I was just thinking about my great-grandmother, and my mom, she, um, works with people with Alzheimer and dementia, and I was thinking of the, um, people with Alzheimer and dementia, and that's how I came up with Camilla's dream. You know, this one really hit close to home because the same thing happened to me when I was in kindergarten. Um, yeah, my great-grandmother started forgetting some things, too. Mm -hmm. And so this one, it really, it really touched my heart. And it's super sweet, Amelia. Thank what you. What a sweet story. Okay, um, and then finally... I want to know, um, how'd you learn that much about memory loss? I don't know that much about it, really. Um, I learned that much about memory loss being around people who, um, were having a hard time grasping their memory. And also, yeah, my mom, she, um, she works with people, like I said before, and she gave me a lot of background knowledge about this, and that helped me write my story, and it made me, um, like, it made me visualize this, and it was just like I was there, and that's how I learned a lot about it, because my mom helped me a lot with learning background knowledge about it. Wow, that's super cool, um... My story had um, no background knowledge, no nothing. I mean, sometimes I can write stories with background knowledge that are fictional, but not that much. That's impressive. <laughs> thank you. Well, thank you for reading your story on Booktastic. Hey, want to check out a cool, cool podcast on Anchor? I think you should try Raiding Roblox Games or Sugar and Spice. Thank you for checking out Booktastic. I hope you liked our stories. See you next time on Booktastic.